Testing one, two, and welcome back. It is Sunday, and you know what day it is. It is brunch with Des B. I'm your host, as always, Des. You can call me Des B. And if you're new here, hello. If you're not new here, welcome back. You know what's funny about me saying that is I kind of like came back into routine of a little bit of like that intro. And it's almost embarrassing because if you guys go back on my old YouTube, that is what I fucking say. Now, I'm not, I'm not telling you to go back and watch those videos, okay? I am a different fucking person, but that is, it is always me. So it's kind of funny how like our looks might change, our bodies might mature, we might, you know, transform, but we're still like that same person inside, right? That same energy, the same charisma, whatever it might be. So if you followed me back, like when I did do YouTube consistently, you will know that that's like always what I said. And it's funny how I just fell back into saying it yet again, because I'm annoying. Happy Sunday. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. And by a lot, um, I mean, I have an idea in my head. Will we go there? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see where we go. Um, as I mentioned in last week's episode, which if you haven't listened to the past two weeks, I feel like to get to where we are right now, you genuinely like have to listen to what we've gone through the past two weeks. So thank you. But if you listened to my episode last week, um, I kind of did chat about how I never have like a, I never have a, uh, t- you know, script, a timeline. What am I going to chat about today? Like I, I never know. And it's actually really fun when we start to kind of just get going because it's just like, where will we go? I don't know. Like, let's check it out. Um, so today we do have uh, the winners of my giveaway post. So if you guys, again, listen to last week, I did a giveaway on the Brunch with Desby Instagram um, for hitting 1 million downloads. Um, and again, that's nothing really special to literally anyone but me. Um, I wish I got a plaque. I wish I got something cool, but it's not like YouTube and no one gives a fuck. So I did do five of you for $100 each. And I asked you guys like, what could help you right now? And a lot of people shared some things, you know, gas, money, groceries, AirPods, some bitches broke their AirPods, you know, like, and I totally at the point was like, Ooh, that'd be good. Like one pair of AirPods, one gas card, one this. And I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, five people, hundred bucks, go do and put it towards whatever you need. Not my business, not my worry, not my care. You do you and you know what you need or you know what you want. That's also okay. Um, so the five winners of that are Brit Lee, B R I T T T dot L E I G H. Um, the next winner is Alexis Lane, A L E X I S L A Y N E E. The next winner is Cameron Pinocchio. I wanted to call it Cameron Pinocchio. It's definitely like Pinocchio or Pichani. C-A-M-E-R-O-N-P-I-C-C-O-N-I. You let me know. Um, And then the last two are Celine underscore M17. C-E-L-I-N-E underscore M17. And then the last one is Emily.Fink. E-M-I-L-Y dot F-I-N-K-K. Please email me at desbyfit at gmail.com and I will hook you up with those. Um, So thank you guys again for supporting the podcast, supporting me, using my codes, um, keeping up with my pages, keeping up with DBFT, being a part of challenges, whatever way you're a part of my life, my community and supporting me. Thank you so much. Um, 
with that being said, we're kind of like, again, I'm just kind of going off the cusp, but I'm really excited for this upcoming month. Um, because it's, I mean, first off, it's crazy that we are already in the last Sunday of June. This is it. You know, like 4th of July is next Monday. That's nuts. Um, but going into July, I'm actually starting my live workouts again, which I am so excited for. Um, so stay tuned for that. As of now, my first live workout back is planned for July 3rd. When you join my Patreon, that's what I do my live streams on. You can join for $7, $15 or $23. So either get one free workout a month, um, plus additional like bonuses, two workouts per month or four. Um, with that though, whenever you sign up, you get access to all the workouts we've done before. So no matter when you sign up, you still get access to the prior content. Therefore, just a reminder that if you sign up at any point during the month, it will charge you for that month, right? Cause you still get access to that full month of workouts. However, the billing cycle always starts over on the first, so you're paying for that new month, those new four workouts, okay? So if you join on the 29th, I'm just saying an example, you get all the workouts from the month before, month before, but then you will get charged for that next month for that next workout. Got me? Okay. So we're starting back up in July. I'm really excited. I'm excited to sink d- deeper into Patreon again. Um, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I mean, I like, I like TikTok, but everything's just not the same. And uh, I prefer to be in a closed environment where there's no censorship, I can say whatever the fuck I want, share whatever I want, and my accounts aren't going to get taken down. So Patreon is where you're probably going to start finding me a little bit more frequently. We'll see what I decide to revamp this into, but I'm excited to kick it off again. So I have my coffee in hand. Let's all take a sip. If you haven't drank water today, maybe take a sip of that first. But I mean, coffee comes first from me. Mm. We have a lot of big things coming up this week as well. And by a lot of big things, I mean like, you know how I've always said I'm a code whore? I'm a code whore because I use a lot of shit. I support a lot of companies and I have for like years. I don't have any new codes, but in terms of my companies I've been with for years, Petula, Buff Bunny, Paragon, Hydrojug. Why am I blinking? Story. Even Story I've supported since the first ever launch in... 2020, but we all know where that went. It's right. They're coming back. But my point is, is that we have a lot of launches coming up and all of my beautiful partners decided to co-collaborate and have them back to back to back basically every single fucking day. So as I mentioned in last episode, this is your reminder. You don't need to buy anything. There's a lot of great things coming out, but if you miss out on one launch, if you have to prioritize something else in your life, guess what? That's also 100% 100 okay. Or is it? Or is it okay? Is it okay to miss out? Do you need Do you need something new? Um, maybe, just maybe. And if you decide, then please use my code DESB. Um, for some of these, it is a discount code. For some of them, it's just a support code. So type it in, see what you get. It's kind of like a fucking scratch off lottery ticket. What am I going to get by pushing submit discount? DESB, what am I going to get? You never know. So we do have that going on, um, which is really exciting. We have a lot of good shit. Um, I should be having like my Buff Bunny unboxing here soon. If not, by the time we are live here and you're listening to this, that should be up like on my Instagram um, TV to where it like kind of saved. 
Um, I have reviews of Petula and Paragon on my TikTok slash probably have put them on my Instagram story too. Just a lot coming up. And my new hydro drugs coming out. Oh my God. Guys, my new hydro drugs. It's so cute. It's very like, it's very me. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I'm so excited for that. Um, but like I told you before, if you do not use my code when you buy my sleeve, I don't get supported. Okay. So fucking write it down right now. Whoever send it in your family group chat. If someone gifts you with a fucking hydro drug, my new sleeve, and they did not use my code jail. Okay. I don't get a flat rate payout. I don't, you know, Hey Des, thanks for collaborating. Here's $500 for just being a part of this and letting us put your name on our jug. I don't get that. I don't get that. So with that being said, if you do not use my code, I do not get, I literally do not get supported for my own jug and transparency. I tried to negotiate with that, that with them, um, and did not win. So use my fucking code, please because I still put time and love into this sleeve. Um, so yeah, that's coming out soon. I will give more details. Before we get into today's real ass episode, um, I want to give you guys a little bit of glow, glow code, glow code, glowing code, how to glow, how to glow code, my code to glow. Oh, there, there, there we go. My code to glow. Not really code. Um, but something that I've been doing for my skin lately that I've like really been loving and has just, I feel like given me that extra like summer energy that we all need. So I am not someone to sit out in the sun. Number one, number two, I'm not one to have time to sit out in the sun. And number three, I'm not one to want to burn my fucking skin off and bring on early aging and negative skin. Uh, I'm blinking. Um, what's the word skin? Texture. Duh. There we go. Texture. So what I've been doing, obviously, every single fucking day of my life is always putting on SPF, specifically on my face, all the way down to my neck and kind of the upper top of my chest and my ears. Now, not every day am I putting on full ass body SPF. I'm just not. Okay. And and I don't think a lot of people are, but if there's one thing to always ensure that you're doing is putting it all over your face every single day. Um, So what I've been doing is obviously using my Tula SPF. Now I've really always loved the protecting glow. It gives you a nice shimmer. It's a chemical sunscreen. It doesn't mean it's bad. Okay. It's just, there's a difference, mineral or chemical. Um, Chemical is not going to ever leave you with like a white cast. Okay. So if you think of like copper tone or Australian gold, most of those are chemical. It's going to make you have like kind of like that white look to you, like lotion that's never rubbed in. This is also really hard for women of color because they, they have this white cast. It's like, bitch, what the hell? So for those ladies, number one, Tula is always going to work for you. But I have heard that, um, blue, is it called black girl sunscreen? Literally black girl sunscreen, I think is a really great brand. Um, for those of you looking for something that, you know, you might have darker skin tone and nothing ever falls nice on your skin. That is what I've heard is really good from a lot of creators that I follow in estheticians. Now, when it comes to what I've been doing, and again, this will still work for women of color of any color, um, because they're formulated really well, but I usually use protecting glow and that's going to give you a nice shimmer, a nice, literally glow. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but I've really been on my Tula mineral magic. So again, this is a mineral sunscreen. 
However, instead of leaving you with a white cast, it's going to leave you with like this peach, like this peachy matte look. Now it's not like heavily colored. Okay. I'm just saying it like gives you a nice, like matte finish to a sunscreen, which is really fun, innovative, and I love it, but that just wasn't enough for me. I wanted a little bit of a glow. So there's two things that I've been doing. Um, I've been doing, so I, here's what I do. I finish with my vitamin C bright start moisturizer. This almost feels like a primer to my skin. Like the way that it mattifies on my skin when the, when the like moisturizer dries and sinks in your, it feels like your skin just like drinks it. And like, I love that shit. So once I have that on, it feels like a nice matte surface to where I go in with my mineral magic SPF and put it on. That's great. Sounds great. Okay. Am I done? No, there's two things that I've been doing. Some days I've been doing my drunk elephant sun drops in it. I will link them in the show notes, description box, link in bio below. Okay. So use that link, go buy you some. They're so great. They're from Sephora, but they are pretty pricey. And so I want them to last a while. So I only use those on certain days where I really want like a nice bronze. The other thing that I do, oh, by the way, I'll mix that in with my Bright Start Moisturizer and then finish with my Mineral Magic SPF, okay? Now, this next one I'm telling you, I actually mix two sunscreens together. So I do my Bright Start Moisturizer, okay? And then I'm mixing my Tula Mineral Magic in like the T-zone of my face. And then I'm going in with my Super Goop SPF Glow Screen, they have a new glow screen tint now that is called, I believe it is golden hour. And this shit is so bronzy. It is amazing. So if you're someone who hates makeup like me, you feel confident in your skin and bitch, you want to go off this summer. Those are two mixtures I've been doing. So I use like my mineral magic in my T-zone and then kind of like where you would almost contour your face. I put the glow screen if that makes sense. Okay. When you do apply sunscreen, you want at least two fingers worth on your face. So that's going to be like your pointer finger and your middle finger. If you drew a line down on both, that's how much sunscreen you want on your face. If you want to add a little bit more, like honestly go off. There's nothing, there's nothing bad about it. You're just maybe using more product if it's expensive. Right? So that's kind of like my recommendation for the week and for the summer. I've been loving them both. I've noticed that with the super goop, since it is again, a chemical sunscreen, sometimes people can get like a little bit of burn by their eyes and they're like, oh my gosh, my eyes are burning. Like, am I having a reaction? I just would make sure you're not getting too close to your eyes. So what I do is I make sure to stay away from my eye region, like my under eye, even I make sure to not get really close to like my eye at all. If anything, I'll use a beauty blender and kind of dab it in. So it looks flush. And then on the top, I will kind of like skate right under my eyebrow. Um, and again, kind of like tap it in. So it's again, not like by my eye socket. Cause yes, mineral magic sometimes will give you a little bit of like a sting. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> I got a text. <laughs> That's weird. Cause I don't have any friends, which is what we're going to talk about today. But before we get into talking about being friendless, you know, my one friend I do have is my fucking therapist And this podcast is sponsored by better help. You guys know better help. I say it all the time. I love it. I've done it for over a year and a half now. I had a therapy appointment the other day, which is probably why I'm a little bit more, you know, uppity right now, but better help is an online teletherapy app that you can do right from the comfort of your home and be matched with a licensed therapist to help you and not even help you. Sometimes you just need an outlet. Okay. This isn't just, Oh, you need help. It's, it's a place where you 
could just explore what are you feeling? What are you maybe carrying that you don't even know? If you fill out BetterHelp questionnaire, you will actually get matched with a licensed therapist within the first 72 hours max. Usually it's way faster, but again, disclaimer, right? Um, I've really enjoyed my experience with them. You can video call, you can voice chat, you can text them. Um, obviously you still have to abide by the ability of them getting back to you when they can, but it's not something where they're leaving you on red for days, which is what I love about it. I'm not someone to go out of my house right now and have time to run to an appointment, especially one that I can't take my kids to. And therapy should be something where you can really be within yourself. So I tend to do mine on my hot girl walks or when I have the ability to like sit in a room and be away from everyone. Um, especially Wyatt, because sometimes I talk about him <laughs> anyways, um, better help you can use at any point in your life. And at any time of the day, you can use code Desby for 10% off your first month or go to betterhelp.com slash Desby. This will offer you the same discount. It is also linked below. If you're someone who maybe doesn't need therapy right now, or you feel really confident in your journey, maybe someone, you know, does, okay, this is the time to reach out. The reason why I got help with therapy was because of Emily. And I will say that till I'm blue in the face. She was like, hey, I followed this podcast. You know, maybe you could like get some additional help. And the way she said it was so caring. And I was like, you know what? I do. I do need help. I'm struggling postpartum. And I got the help that I needed. And I'm still here doing it. So um, therapy is very personal. And BetterHelp helps you do that. So if you have any questions, please feel free to ask. I'm an open book. As again, I've used the service myself. I still use the service and I love it. But without further ado, let's get into the episode. I have, I have this terrible, um, habit of like taking drinks in here to record and then never drinking them. Why do I do that? Why is it spicy? (laughs) I also have this terrible, like self-conscious feeling that like right now, 90% of people like aren't listening to my podcast and I'm just like doing it for no reason. I feel like because I really do think I suck at podcasting. Now, here's the thing. I don't think I suck at podcasting, but this is a solo podcast, right? Sometimes it's hard to fucking talk to yourself. I personally don't have a problem. Maybe that's because I talk to myself all the time. (laughs) Is that a mental illness? Like, I don't know. Um, But I do think that it's so much easier to have a collaborative podcast when you're talking to someone because you never run out of shit to say, right? So for me, Honestly, give me a give me a five star because I think that I have a talent to be able to continue to fucking talk to myself. That that alone is impressive. <laughs> um, but um, I've had a lot of practice. Anyways, with that being said, today talking about being alone, talking about being solo, I wanted to revisit a topic that we talked about. I mean, quite a while ago now, but losing friends and finding yourself. How sometimes losing your friends can lead you to self-discovery. If there's one thing, and I'm sure we've all fucking heard it from our fucking moms, and maybe not our moms, but whoever our guardians are. My mom told me when I was younger, and this bitch still does, you are the three people you hang out with most. I don't know where she got the number three. I'm going to have to test her. Why, where'd you get three? Why three? What if I have 
five. She probably just knew I never had more than three friends at one time, <laughs> but you are the three, the three people you hang out with most. And I always wondered what she meant by that, because when I was in high school, middle school, and when she would really preach this to me, even college, I was always on sports teams. Um, don't get me wrong. I had a few really close friends, but I was always on teams. I was always surrounded by a lot more people. And so I was like, bitch, what do you mean three people? I'm surrounded by 20, 30, 40. I got friends. I got friends, mom. Well, maybe she was talking about my future self because now I do not. <laughs> and when I speak of, of like, I don't have friends, I consider all of you guys friends, but like, let's be honest, we can't hang out, right? So you're not necessarily going to influence me like someone who I'm, I'm speaking to daily or hanging out with in person, right? So as much I would say, as I would say, I'm not alone, right? I'm not alone. I have all my people. I have my 1 million downloads, but I still am alone because who do I hang out with every day? My two kids, my husband and my nanny. So I guess I am, <laughs> I am a little bit of a mix of all of them. But when it comes to when my mom is speaking this to me, I understood what she meant because when I would pop in these different friend groups, because you know how naturally, especially with sports, you go into one sport, you have your group of friends and then some of your friends don't play the next sport. So then you kind of have a new group of friends. And for me, I played travel volleyball and basketball. So then I had a different group of friends from literally different States, um, you know, whatever it might be. So you kind of saw yourself almost take shape and mask in kind of like a gecko or something, you know, whatever changes their skin. I don't remember which one, that is. but you kind of blended in and wore this like suit to better suit the friends you were with. But before you knew it, maybe you were pretending to fit in. And again, this is younger. We all pretended to fit in when we were younger. Don't lie. When we were fitting in, we ended up becoming right. So before you know it, you ended up going home and you're still a bitch. And you're like, Whoa, I thought this was an act. <laughs> maybe I am a real bitch now. So I can understand what my mom always used to say because you do start to take shape of that. And I think another good ex example as I dive further into this is my own husband, Wyatt. When we met in college, we were obviously in athletics together. He's a football player. I was a volleyball player. We hung out with the teams accordingly and we all got fucked up. Once we started, once I started to really discover health and wellness and I started prepping for my first show, partying kind of went bye-bye, right? I was prepping, I was eating good food versus, you know, two fellas. And if you guys know Kalamazoo, you know fucking two fellas hits uh, at fucking 2 a.m. God damn, God damn, damn. Um, but I was kind of out of that league, right? So Wyatt started to kind of follow me. Not intentionally, but you are who you hang out with, right? So since we then continued our relationship, we then got married, you know, whatever, he confidently, he even tells me this up and down, he lives a fully different lifestyle than he would have ever pictured himself doing if he would have continued to hang out with the people he did or, um, you know, even just his family, how they naturally maybe eat or whatever it might've been. He is different because of me. And I think that a lot of us can tell like that influence that people around us might have, right? You start seeing your friend, 
shape up. You know, you're like, damn, bitch, your butt looks good. What are you doing? Um, then you start hanging out more. And before you know it, your butt's kind of looking big. You know, they're like, are you doing DBFT six weeks of strength? And she's like, dude, yeah. Are you going to do DBFT six weeks to strength challenge? Hell yeah. And then all of a sudden you guys are doing challenges together. Next one opens July 31st. But regardless, I understand how you start to kind of morph into those people that you're hanging out with. So my question is, um, what happens when you stop hanging out with friends? <laughs> Cause that, who are you then? And that's kind of where my thought process of this podcast came from. Who are you without anyone? Have you ever really had, have we, have any of us really ever had time to be alone? Mm. No wonder why people move to bumfuck Alaska and live in the wilderness. You want to talk about getting to know yourself? It's not talking to yourself for a 45-minute podcast. It's being alone 45,000 miles away from everyone. <laughs> so, and maybe not 45,000, that's kind of a lot. But I think that the more that we go through life and we realize, you know, losing friends, friend breakups, unintentional friend breakups, fallouts, whatever it might be, we tend to see a new glimmer of ourselves that we wouldn't have before. So I think back at a few of my like friend breakups over the past, let's just say the last five years. Friend breakups happen for an array of reasons. And I don't think you always need to publicly break up. And even when you break up, I wouldn't even say it's ever a breakup if you're mature about it. It's just a grow up, a glow up, a glow up, grow up. We grow, we glow, and we just kind of grow apart. And I don't think there's ever anything really wrong with that. And I don't think it's something that we need to hang our heads about or be embarrassed about. If you and some person that used to maybe chat all the time don't chat anymore, but maybe you still, you know, drop a like on Facebook, drop a little emoji reaction on Instagram, whatever you do. I don't think you need to be embarrassed about that because... There shouldn't be any awkwardness if that's just what happened, the glow and grow. You know, maybe that's what happened to you. Do I need to put that on a shirt? No, I'm just kidding. But I've gone through the same thing in the past five years where I've had friends who I was just really close with and life just changed. I think also COVID changed a lot of our friendships, a lot of our friendships, Literally, raise your hand in your fucking car right now, your seat, your desk, on your walk. Raise your little baby hand if you have been affected by COVID with friendships or relationships. I know I'm raising my hand. COVID was hard. I even hate saying that fucking word. COVID was hard. (laughs) You can lower your hand now. You can probably look stupid. So when we think about how much has changed over the past three to five years, you can't hang your head about it because I guarantee you leaving a friendship allowed you to somehow level up. And the word leaving, again, it can come from maybe you did have a fallout. Maybe some bitch wronged you. Maybe you wronged someone else. And again, that can be embarrassing. It can be embarrassing to admit that you did something wrong to someone. 
But I'm sure you still left that relationship leveled up. What are you not going to do to someone else? What do you not want someone else to do to you? How can you better communicate? How can you better serve your friend, right? And I'm not saying serve your friend like, here, babe, do you, wanna, do you want me to go grab your frappuccino for you? I'm not talking about that, but how do you serve each other in your life? Because at the end of the day, guess what we all are? We're orbs of life and we carry energy. And I don't know about you guys, but I've had a few people in my life prior that were fucking energy suckers. Energy suckers. You would want to be there. You'd want to support them. And it would just feel sometimes like it was just negative conversation after negative conversation. And there is, in my opinion, a slight difference behind opening up being vulnerable, uh, needing advice, maybe just getting into a really deep conversation together and kind of understanding each other's outlook. There's a difference between that and then someone just coming and like dumping on you every single time. Now that's what we are. We're friends. We listen, we dump. We take a fat dump for sure. But if that's happening every single conversation, I don't know about you, but that 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 tends to not be fun okay that tends to turn me off and i think that's when for me i've learned to set those boundaries of knowing what i will accept in my life and what i will not because at the end of the day if we are those three people we hang out with or communicate with most Maybe you're lucky and you have five people. (laughs) But if we are those people, what happens when a few of those people are nothing but negative? It then turns us negative. We take that energy. We absorb that energy. It's not surprising. If you're hanging out with them all day and they're nothing but a negative Nancy, you're going to become a negative Nancy too. You're going to start seeing life the same as them. You're not going to see it as full of zest, right? You're not going to see it as happily as if you were to be a friend with me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not perfect either. Trust me. I am a boring ass bitch and I will complain for sure sometimes as we all should, but no one's going to be perfect. However, whose energy do you want to bring in? If you had, if you had an IV in front of you and you had, you had three IVs in front of you and they're like, Hey, pick which one? Don't pick Pitocin. (laughs) Don't pick the Pitocin. Okay. But if you were to have three IVs, of your friends right in front of you, right? And you're like, okay, this person offers me this. This person offers me this. This person offers me this. Do you want all those three IVs in your arm? I think that's a great way to think of the bitches that you want in your life. Your main bitches, not derogatory bitches. Your your bitches, my bitch, not bitch, my bitch, totally different emphasizing totally different emphasis my bitch versus my bitch yeah you know what I'm saying so I think that's a good way to decide what energy you want if your friends were going into your arm if they were poking in your arm would you want them would you want a part of their energy oh here's an here's another good analogy If the Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Jeffrey Dahmer were to chop you up 
and put your body together with some of your friend's arms, legs, one eyeball, maybe their nose versus yours, etc. Would you want to be them? <laughs> that's a little more fucked up. But for my people who like true crime, maybe that's up your alley. That's a good way to think about it. So would you want to be a part of them? Would you want a part of them, a part of you? Right? Now, when we come back, let's circle back to who are you without them? If you looked at those three IVs, let's go back to IVs because the the whole body part's a little bit fucked up. I'm not going to lie. If we were to look at the three IVs in front of us and they go, okay, sorry, we have to recall these and you can't have any of them. Could you still look at your inner self and know maybe who you are? What are your morals? What are your values? What do you care about? I think that's a good telltale sign of, are you too dependent on others? Or do you feel pretty solid in your ground? I know I do. I've, I've always been pretty damn independent and pretty self-paving. You know, I don't need someone to tell me what to do, where to go. I will figure it out and I've always wanted to. But there are people out there who naturally have a little bit more of a dependent mindset. This could come from a variety of things, you know, bridged all the way back to our childhood. You know, maybe you just didn't have to do much for yourself. And that's okay. If you were in that position, like fucking go off. But could that affect who you are now, right? So maybe you have a little bit of a dependent mindset. Or maybe you've just never been alone to figure out who you are. Are you someone who's always been in a relationship, like a romantic relationship, where maybe someone's kind of told you who you need to be, what you need to do, what you need to wear, how you need to speak, what you need to watch, what you need to eat? Because at that point, then yeah, your true self is probably shoved so far down, you're going to have to fish that hoe out and figure it out. And I think that is the value of being alone. And that could be in your younger years, your teenage years, your early 20s. That could be right now, whatever age you are, maybe late 20s, early 30s, you know, whoever is listening, whatever is listening, maybe that's you right now. Maybe your new season of alone, alonelessness, (laughs) maybe your new season of lonely is teaching you more than your last season of lonely. For me, my last season of lonely was probably in Florida when Wyatt worked a nine to five. And so he was gone from like seven to six. That's a long time for me to be by myself and still have no friends. That's why I was so heavily involved on social media. And I feel like uh, during that season of lonely, not only did I go through a lot of mental health issues um, and it really really kind of fucked me up a little bit, but I did still level up. Like as much as it was a hard time for me, I still did come out on top and better. You know what I mean? Now, my new season of lonely is a little bit different because right now my season of lonely is more so because I have two kids, a husband and myself to take care of. Right. So I'm not lonely like, oh, I don't see anyone. I'm out in the Alaskan suburbs, you know, going through the trails with my snow dogs. That's not my season of lonely right now, but it is lonely in a different way. So 
what I'm learning right now is that although I am lonely, I am also still, again, I'm leveling up because I'm learning more about myself during this time that I wouldn't if I was maybe surrounded by a bunch of people all the time, a bunch of friends. I feel like it's a little bit different when you're surrounded by your family because I don't know about you guys, but I feel like you are your family, right? Like you naturally DNA wise, you're all kind of similar. So when I think of like, oh, well, I'm not always alone. I hang out with my sister all the time. Yeah, but that's like also my sister. You know, she's not really like teaching me something new or evolving me into someone different, right? Like we are, we're always together. We've been together for 26 years. You know, it's like, it's not super different, but where, like, what is your season of lonely right now? And I'm going to take a sip and let you think about that. You know how I know I'm in a season of loneliness and busyness is the fact that I have to reheat my coffee three times. And by the third time, I'm like, fuck this. I'm throwing it away. (laughs) Anyone else? Maybe that's my season of lonely as well. So as much as we want to be surrounded by friends and we get FOMO, you know, and I mean, shit, I have FOMO all the time. I I often think, what could I have been if I would have had more people around? And what I mean by that, and I don't want to be, what's the word? I can't think of the word. I'm literally, my brain sucks all the time now. But um, I don't want to be maybe materialistic. I don't know. Fill in the blank. I don't want to be blank. But sometimes I look at people like Christian Guzman, Max Tuning, Heidi, you know, that whole group of friends. And I'm like, damn, damn, took my breath away. Damn. What would it be like to have had a friend group like that where you're all just so successful in the success just fucking circles around, Right. I never got to have a friend group like that because I never like lived by anyone. I've always had to do a lot like by myself, you know, like I, I have, you know, I have my best friend of Emily and I have the DBFT team, right? I got Leah. I got, I got all these amazing ass people, but even then we don't live by each other. Right. So sometimes I think, man, what if I really had that friend group? And again, by friend group, I'm speaking in person right down the road. You know, we all work out together. Yada, yada, yada. I just wonder sometimes what I would be. And I don't often get trapped into that because I think it can be a very negative, like downward spiral. If you sit and really always wonder also like, what if, what if I kept that friend? What if I kept that relationship? What if I didn't move? What if I didn't? But you can't help but sometimes just wonder, right? So when you have that friend group and, and you know, we get that FOMO and I use them as an example because it always just seems, and this is social media, you never know, but it always just seems like they have so much fun and like they're able to like just be so successful together. And you're like, damn, I wish that, you know, I could have that friend group in real life and always be, you know, hey, will you wear my t-shirt today? Okay, I'll wear your leggings, like your brand. Hey, will you eat my candy today? I'll give you my supplements. You know, it's like, what the fuck? You, You just that's crazy promotion among like your in-person friends. So as much as we might have FOMO sometimes, 
and, and wish that we had something like that. And I use them as a reference because I think we can all hear that and be like, oh, yep, know who they are. And if you don't look them up, I love them all. I think that they're all so successful and amazing. Um, and we all have our own battles. You know, they're still human. Let's not put them on a pedestal of like goddesses and gods, but they're, they're pretty fucking close. <laughs> so when I sometimes find myself in that position of like, man, I, what would I be? What would I do? I then, this sounds so cheesy, but I look out and, you know, I come out of, you know, maybe my office, maybe I'm working or I look up from my phone. Maybe I was just scrolling for a few minutes or whatever it might be. And I, I look out and I see Maddox running around talking up a storm. I see Wyatt holding Archie or, you know, and I'm just like, this is where I'm supposed to be. You know, this is where I'm supposed to be right now in this season of, of unlonely, but lonely. And, and I have stuff to learn. And while I also have stuff to learn, I also have stuff to teach. You know, I feel so fucking boring sometimes with, you know, no friends. My, my schedule doesn't really change. I don't, you know, travel a lot. I don't have a lot to show on social media. You know, it's just the same shit. I'm doing my skincare. I'm working. I'm working out. I'm doing my skincare. Feeding Archie, doing my skincare. You know, I feel like I'm so boring. But that's sometimes what we need to also intake, right? Is seeing other people in their seasons and knowing that yours is also okay. You know, you don't always have to be doing what's new. You don't always have to be out running around. You don't always have to be going on vacations. You don't always have to be living this lifestyle. And again, what I just see a lot and I, I'm like, damn, I, I have nothing to show. I'm boring as shit. I'm in a season of loneliness, but when you lose friends, when you lose, maybe it's not even friends. Maybe it's just, you lose your routine, right? Like, like right now, right? I have another kid. I have a lot to adjust to before I just invite people over and go out and party or do what I want to do, right? I got other shit I got to do. So when you lose that, how are you leveling up? And I feel like that's how I would like you guys to start referencing yourself is when you're in that, in that experience of something, you know, I'm lonely. I don't have friends. I, maybe you have, you know, your social media friends, right? But not in person. We crave that in-person connection. I want you to sit and I want you to reframe that in your mind of like, what in, in this season of what I would call loneliness, in this season of loneliness, how am I leveling up? Or what, what can I do to level up? Maybe you need to be more intentional. Maybe you're not someone where it's just going to like come to you, right? How do you need to level up? I think that's more applicable. How do I need to level up? Fair question, right? W- what are some things you could do daily to level up? Do you, should you start reading? Start working out? Start a program? Find a community? Join my challenge? July 31st, what do you need to do to mask this feeling of loneliness while still bettering yourself? And I think with social media nowadays, we're never really truly like lonely, right? Like, you know, you always have someone to turn to, but to live in a a life online, it's so much more stressful than in person. So again, that in-person connection is so important. So maybe this summer you're feeling like you're in loneliness. It's summer. 
and you don't have friends with a boat, (laughs) damn it. You don't have friends with a private jet, damn it. Maybe you're just by yourself hanging out. I encourage you to, number one, figure out what you need to do to level up or write down, how have you leveled up? since even being in this situation are you reading more do you feel like you're learning more are you outside more are you meditating more what are you doing already and then what do you want to do and then after that use social media go on Facebook maybe find a group or community nearby you right maybe you live in Utah you know Utah moms Uh, I don't know if I'd want to be in Utah moms right now they're all fucking each other's husbands so maybe (laughs) maybe that ain't it right now So let's maybe venture over to Chicago. Maybe we're in Chicago. Um, What what community are you in in Chicago? Maybe you're out in Naperville. Naperville moms meetups. Naperville moms. Naperville coffee shops, right? Like where can you go on social media that maybe shows like events happening in your community? Naperville community square whatever it might be, go out, go out where you could meet people. Maybe not even meet people. These people don't have to become your friends, but maybe they could help you simply, maybe they could help you simply get out, crave that in-person connection, have it fulfilled, go home, be proud. And then maybe go back. Maybe it's like a bowling night. Maybe it's a bowling league. Maybe it's karaoke, you know, even just sitting down in a bar, in a restaurant, having a drink and just taking in the ambiance. Sometimes that's all we need for a little recharge. You know, I don't know about you guys. I'm not always about talking. I don't always need to talk to people. I just like to be around. Sometimes I like to be a fly on the wall. Other times I like to be that bitch in the middle. Okay. But sometimes it just feels good to be around, around genuine connection, around people, seeing interactions, feeling the energy. And then by the time I'm home, I'm like, I'm not doing that for another five months. (laughs) My energy tank is full and I'm good. (laughs) So whatever you need to do in the season of loneliness, navigate it, try new things, but also sit in it. Sit in your Alaskan hut and figure out who you are or who you're not, right? What have you been relying on other people for that you need to rely on yourself? I don't know about you, but that's pretty damn good advice. And I'm gonna write that down for myself. We need to glow and grow. That's what it's about. And by, by glow, I'm talking sunscreen. Just kidding. I'm talking inside. I'm talking internal glow. And we need to grow, whether that's within ourselves, whether that's away from people, whether that's grow into a new season. What does grow mean for you? It can be a ton of different things. Be a grower, not a shower, okay? People, people don't need to know you're growing. You don't got to tweet, hey, I'm, I'm doing some self-help stuff. They don't got to know. Don't let them into that energy. Be a grower, not a shower. Grow in silence, baby. Because the minute that you show it, people want to fucking wreck it. They want to tear you down. They want to find something about you. Even random people on TikTok, you know, you'll make a nice, here's my life. And someone's like, must be nice to have a, a car. You know, it's like, holy shit. I was just celebrating a beautiful day, you know? (laughs) So protect your energy to certain extents. Okay. Maybe not just that, but protect what you're, what you're growing with, protect what you're working with, be a grower, not a shower. All right. (laughs) I hope that this was helpful for you guys this week. I know it was for me, even just talking through it. I'm like, damn, 
I don't need to be embarrassed to be alone right now because that's just my season of life. And I'm in a season of lonely that is applicable and relative to what my life is right now. And that's also 100% okay. So drop me a line if you enjoyed this episode. Um, Let me know if it spoke to you in any way. You know, what do you guys want to hear next week? What do you guys want to hear in the upcoming weeks? You know, I have some good ideas, but what, what speaks to you in this season of life right now in summer? Happy summer, by the way. What do you need to hear? Um, But I hope you guys have a great day. Happy Sunday. And guess where I'll be? Here next week.